0: Hi, this is Marcus, and just to let you know that parts of this episode may not be suitable for younger children. Hello and welcome to Modern Eye is Rubbish, episode number, what's the episode number? I'm going to make a guess at 28. 28, 28 sounds right, but it's a special anniversary one. So, Tom is here. Tom,
1: Hello, hi hey, Marcus. Right, Tom? I, I'm really... <laughs> I forgot
0: what I was doing because I'm all confused because we've got a secret guest that suddenly appeared. Hello. Hello, it's Sarah, are you alright Sarah? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Uh, Sarah, so what have you been doing? not much for those of you that listen you would recognize sarah from being on uh, a few podcasts so right seriously though where's your note then well where's your note for why you weren't on the the other podcast
2: just had things you, on a note
0: from your mum <laughs> no sick night no
2: all no. oh, right tom you're
0: looking upset by that challenge
2: <laughs> <laughs> why, are you,
0: why are you upset by my challenges She's been away for ages. She's come back and she's got no note.
1: Should we not just talk to the local podcast authorities about this? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yes, we should. So,
0: I also thought, uh, of course, uh, Sarah's expertise would be really good on on this podcast, which is about um, listeners' art. As you probably would have heard, um, we've been asking for listeners and followers of the podcast online to send us. In their art, and they have done in their hundreds of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I said that with a straight face. No. no yeah, I so didn't.
1: we didn't get hundreds of thousands. I take it. No, I know it we. Didn't. I know I had a few people contact me, so I know we've got at least three.
0: Yeah, we've got more than three. And actually, I was really pleased with the the standard. Although we did ask for anything from anyone. Um, and you, yeah. And yeah. So it's pretty good. Just before we get on with that, um, I'd just like to say uh, there's some secret news. We actually got contacted by the official website of Jean-Claude, Christo and Jean-Claude.
1: Really? No way.
0: Yeah, we did. Yeah. Amazing. Really. Apparently on our uh, Christo and Jean-Claude special, which is called King of Rap.
1: Now he's been in the news lately, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, because yeah. he's
0: apparently supposed to be uh, rapping the... Arc de Triomphe.
2: What did the website contact you for?
0: Um, or we apparently we misspelled John Claude.
2: Oh, that's
1: that's a bit of a boo boo. So sorry, Christo. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least we got contacted. It's a start. Yeah, they, they were on their radar for bad spelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. See, there's positive light, silver lining on anything we do. First up is someone we're actually going to get to talk to because not only are they a listener, they're actually a friend of mine and she's called Louise Theodore. What she does is she does some really interesting... She does a lot of uh, kind of illustrations, but on the street kind of urban illustrations of people and capturing their conversations. And uh, if any of you have ever seen the work of uh, Robert Crumb and Harvey Peacar, it's kind of got a bit of a flavour of that kind of... uh, ordinary life brought brought to the page in sort of a... Yeah, colourful, s- yeah, like painterly. Yeah, really colourful, nice painterly sketches of people. She picks up, of people. out
2: like materials and yep. like bright
0: fabric.
1: And uh, words and conversations. Yeah. So it kind of puts you in, in the place where she yeah. was when she was painting it. Yeah. Yeah. You can almost feel and smell, the, smell what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that's something you actually do talk about in the interview. So... Uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, you do actually bring up the smells in, in the interview, the, the age-old question of how do you paint smells? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know about you, but when I was at art school, Sarah, we had a whole... Daily of, question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you paint smells?
1: But surely there must be artists like in the world that you see in galleries that use actual scents.
2: When well, oh, I say yeah. sense,
0: SC sense. Well, yeah, cool. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, I think Damien
1: Hurst yeah. smelled quite yeah, bad. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You
2: know. There's different Well, Yeah, they can't. It's generally unpleasant, though, isn't it? Yeah. Because, oh, right, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we had the guy in the bath.
0: Yeah, with his awful, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's awful, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuart Brisley.
0: Stuart Brisley. Brisley Stuart yeah. Brisley, I think. Yeah. It's Stuart Brisley.
1: All, yeah, we're going to yeah. get the house of Stuart Brisley saying it's Brizzly, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode number 28. Please stop calling me Brisley. <laughs> so, um,
0: so here is the short interview we did with Louise earlier. Right, so uh, just to introduce, we've got Lou, who, who is actually uh, someone I know who I've done drawing with uh, for a while. Uh, on sketch crawls for a few years she also does listen to the show and to uh, prove that point that she does listen to all our episodes I've actually got a little quiz for you Louise oh my you on your knowledge of the show he does <laughs> this to me all the time
1: <laughs> I never get the answers right even though I'm always there
3: <laughs> far away
0: okay no I haven't actually got a quiz
3: what's up <laughs> for it
0: I know you are. (laughs) So, Louise, you're a uh, full-time artist now. And um, just to describe your work to people, there are examples of the work uh, that we're discussing. They will be on the actual podcast website. I think some of your work is uh, where you go on to go in the street or you might sit on a bus and you you sketch people. So, with your work, Louise, you sketch people and you collect snippets of their conversations and then you write mm. them as well.
3: Yeah, I kind of straddle both worlds of illustration and fine art. I, I don't see as, as much of a distinction, perhaps, as other people do with it. How it's used or where it's sold seems to be the defining factor. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, the sort of work I do, I think it's, it's got a kind of quite a trendy name now. It's called reportage. It's drawing on location and it's trying to capture a flavour of what's, what's happening visually, but also other things that are happening around. So whether that's converse, snippets of conversation, um, sounds that come from the environment, smells, that sort of thing. And I incorporate that into the artwork generally in handwritten text alongside the visual so yeah that's what I do oh yeah
1: how would you um capture a a smell so what you've got like a picture of two ladies on a bus (laughs) 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 it can be an unspecific smell how would you yeah that in then it would
3: would it be part of the image (laughs) it it could be part of the image it could be a colour couldn't it or um Uh, gosh it could even be a squiggle or it may actually be something specific like um a piece of text that says um the smell of hot dogs is very strong or something like that you know um yeah just a bit of added commentary really
0: absolutely yeah oh cool i really like the uh, because i always like the washy style what do you sort of use you use your watercolour a lot and do you do it on location as well?
3: Um, it depends how much time and how much room I've got, actually. Um, so when I, uh, when I was doing the residency for Brighton and Hove buses, so travelling around on the buses, um, drawing passengers, so probably about 50% of that, that work was watercoloured on location. And people moving on and off quickly. I just took colour notes and then watercoloured it afterwards. You didn't take it's, it's photos? All... Sneaky photos? No, no photos. so Somebody,
2: This like, is quite detailed. You might not have time to get all the details. Why would you even consider sneaky photos? <laughs> because like this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, were you sat at the back of the bus yeah, like, then?
1: Or just sat on an ordinary seat with your paintbrush in hand?
3: Yeah, I just use like um, a tiny little watercolour set, really, really small, maybe eight colours in it, so really small. And one of those um, Pentel water brushes, um, so you don't need to have any, you know, a kind of pot of water with you. And a bit of kitchen roll, and off I go. Mm.
1: Yeah, so were a lot of passengers? Did you get people talking to you while you did it? Loads. Bear. Did I get a Loads.
3: Um, No, actually, but it's really interesting. I mean, it was really fun. So I got really good at sketching things very quickly um, and very accurately in kind of situations that aren't perfect, you know, with loads of jostling, the bus moving, people moving on and off quite quickly.
1: Absolutely. But
3: the, the, the conversations were almost the most brilliant bit about it. So people would always stop talking. Sometimes they talk about um how they used to draw when they were a child, how much they'd like to go back to it. Um, And other people would stop there were a lot of lonely people traveling on the buses. So we'd just sort of engage you in conversation and then start talking about their lives. And um you know what they thought of Brighton, how they ended up in Brighton, all that sort of thing.
0: Wonderful, yeah. So just uh, lastly, what what are you doing now and what sort of work are you doing at
3: the moment? Yeah, I'm doing a mix of, um, I'm still doing a mix of final and illustration and I'm currently working on a project with um, Chichester Council to do a series of workshops there that are not strictly art workshops. It's about um, expressing your creativity and how that can enhance your mental health. Cool. So, oh. those will be rolling out in probably May and June.
0: Yeah. Oh, great. Fantastic. Okay. Well, for the people listening, we're going to be performing a couple of your works. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>.
3: Brilliant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we may well be, and they will be appearing on this episode as well.
3: Yeah, you see, that opens a whole new door to the artwork, doesn't it? Really, yeah. performance and artwork. Brilliant.
0: Cool. No, yeah. All right. Great. I've, um.
2: Anything else we need?
3: Is there is your work available to buy? Do you have a website, or
2: is it more that you work for commissions?
3: No. At the moment, um, at the moment it's 90 percent commissioned work. Yeah, ninety percent. But but maybe by July there might be a selling website up. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. we we'll yeah, uh, But not now. We'll, I mean, to be honest, most people find me via Instagram, and if people see something that they like to, they like to buy, they just message me on there, and we come to a deal. Full links. we, yeah, got, we, we can put full
0: links up. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and the copies of the works that we perform. <laughs> 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 That's all right. Oh, thanks, Lily. Is that
3: right? Is there anything else? Anything um, else I can say? All, all is good. All is fine. Is good.
0: Right, nice one. All oh, right, thanks very much, Louis. That's brilliant. Thanks All right, for yeah. see you later. Right, bye. 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 Right, let's bring uh, the works of Louis Theodore
1: to life. Should we call it on the buses?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we've got an older lady with a, a green pearl necklace and a purple, red flowery dress yes. with a blue eye eyeliner. Yeah.
3: And, she's speaking even, and, yeah, and, she, and she speaks. Eyeshadow, even, and
1: lipstick. Are you coming to the club this week? <laughs> you should really make the effort, dear, and spruce yourself up. I know it's difficult now you don't have a man. <laughs> There's nothing on TV, just football for the louts, and everything else has awful language. There's no need for it. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could just turn back the clock. Things were so pleasant then. Life was so much more civilized. People had manners and even spoke more nicely. Not like the diction (laughs) now. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm saying, do try to make more of an effort, dear. Don't let me down.
0: An artist who's created an evil character who loves fracking. There's quite a few people who actually there are real people who are evil who love fracking as well, (laughs) (laughs) I do believe.
1: It's not a normal thing that has fandom fracking, is it? Mm. It's like people kind of, there's fracking going on, they're going, oh yeah, whatever. But there's not people who are like oh, pro fracking. fracking. <laughs> I love fracking. <laughs> <laughs> God, let's take our autograph book down. We need to get some frackers to sign it for us. Hey well, guys, how dig are you deep digging, guys?
0: Well, this is actually quite, <laughs> this is what makes it quite <laughs> interesting because she's this this character is a, um,
1: a a super fan.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like a a, a, a a heroine of fracking.
1: A, her- a heroine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um okay, so um just to introduce, this is by an artist who's uh formerly a Manchester based artist who's originally from Essex. Don't
1: look fracking anger?
0: <laughs> I like it. So what are we looking at? I mean they what they've done is they've done a uh, a poster. Uh, they painted this sort of image in uh in acrylic and basically they they noticed that, uh, you know, they were getting quite angry about fracking this artist, and they're called SLM, by the way, Um, got quite angry, and they thought, well, what can they do? So what they decided to do was create this character called Madame de Frac, and she's kind of like the complete opposite of Mother Earth. It kind of looks a bit like a a poster uh, from, uh, but an evil version of those posters that appeared in the, uh, in sort of like the, in France. Yeah. Around the arlington late vibe. sort of nineteenth century. Vibe, it? Yeah, it's kinda of like those adverts adverts that um Toulouse yeah did. And interesting enough the artist actually said that they're uh the pose of this sort of green uh person with with black eyes. They're looking quite smug and sort of standing in front of two fracking towers. Um He's actually sitting in the same pose as the Mona Lisa. Mona so. Lisa, I thought that. Yeah.
2: So it's, it's advertising naturally fracked water. Is that what yeah, so Nat-
1: natural is quite... No. A, it's a bit because div- a lot of the words on this poster are like toxicity, taste of toxicity, birth defects, skin rashes, cancer, infertility. But then nice. it's got natural there. So it's actually... It's quite bad fracking, but she obviously thinks there's part of it that's quite good.
0: No. <laughs> no <yeah. laughs> and in fact, you can actually... I mean... They actually did a piece where they made Madame de Frac water and it's pretty grotty looking concoction of.
1: Looks like peach iced tea or something. Doesn't yeah, it yeah, it's not. You can't it's drink it.
0: It's not drinkable. Apparently it's. I bought some. Actually, I bought something the other day, some squash the other day I had to chuck it. Because it wasn't drinkable, but it wasn't frack for or anything. It
1: would be great, though, if more products did this slightly more honest advertising. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get so
1: used to all the... Um,
2: Everything's delicious and natural and fresh and good for you, yeah. bu- I was
1: going to say the bullshit. I can't say that, can we? You
0: can, because we can bleep it, we have the power of bleep. All right, yeah. We say get
1: so used to the bleep sh- but yeah no it's nice to have like some products that are advertised negatively is that right way to say it yeah 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 it's It's a really
0: nice and interesting way and also this piece actually ended up going into Paris as well so I quite like the idea of the artist uh, taking a work that's based on the old kind of Parisian posters uh, and then putting them back on the streets of Paris as well that's uh, Madame de Frac, and that's by SLM, and I will be putting uh, the artist SLM, and I will be putting links up. Okay. Right. right, okay. Um, on to the next one, and this is by a artist who's from a British-based artist, and her name's Jess Elmsley. And um, they've sent in a work, and just looking at it, it's kind of like a, a mixture of oil on water. It looks like oil, and it's got sort of moving, undulating purple and grey and black shapes. I'm looking at two works.
2: Um,
0: is that how is that looks Yeah,
2: it looks, it looks like um, where you um, sort of create... Uh, print on paper using oil on top of water yeah it's very fluidy and then it's got um it's cut into and i thought it looked quite a lot like um sort of satellite images yeah and then these bits cut in look a bit sort of like man-made like it could be buildings or whatever so it contrasts with like the natural amorphousy
0: I mean, their kind of idea for this work is is going out into sort of nature and uh, creating spe- uh, creating pieces and sort of documenting the shapes. And I think uh, they're hoping to in the f- future to make kind of work that's a bit uh, sort of environmental, again, mm. carrying on from the Madame de Frac.
2: So is this, uh, did you say this is work in progress?
0: Yes, it is work in progress.
1: All right, so um, what's, what would be environmental about it? Like environmentally conscious, is, is, it, is that what she means?
0: Yeah, I mean, let's have a look and just see what she says. Yeah, so her work, apparently, she, she's actually said it, it questions more broadly about humanity's relationship with the earth we live on.
2: So she, st- she uses nature as a starting point, but she also wants to talk about um, sort of environmental issues.
0: Yeah. So it's a night. I mean, actually, I actually quite like the look of them, but they do look quite pretty, but scarred, I think is the word.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Those cutouts. Um, yeah, I really like those. I think they're Yeah, I think, they're, yeah, I think th-
2: they're interesting.
0: Tom, you've, you're not, you've got any thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I'm a bit concerned about uh, the environment with just using oils. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs>
0: guy who's called Sam Weldon and um, someone you actually know and I I know through you Tom isn't it? That's right but yeah. But he's also a listener to the pod which... A friend of yeah, the show yeah. 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 And uh, he's, what's really interesting is when you look at his work you have to consider his music and his writing and it's all kind of one thing when you go on his website and look at it. And um, we've got a couple of pieces there, uh, paintings of, that he's done and he works in oil's with uh, with sort of like paint sticks as well. I've selected two of his works. And the first one is uh, what I would describe as early man. It looks like an early man, sort of primitive guy. And he's he's drawn very primally, primitively. And he's he's in blue and yellow and in one hand, uh, you know, an open hand in the air. And, uh, and his eyes are clearly saying, sort of, back off. And in the corner, it's written, crab sticks. And I assume he's got a little bowl of crab sticks next to him.
1: It reminds me of a family holiday picture of my dad on Frinton Beach in the <laughs> 1980s. <laughs> Please make sure you
0: go to the site while we're discussing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, it reminds me a bit of uh, a Basquiat or, or yeah, Karen Apple as well. Yeah. It's kind of that really primitive stuff, but not... I think it's very much his own style. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it, you would look at that and think that's just a copy. It's not. It's a really interesting. It's quite powerful. I think. Uh, I think these and there's a lot of heavy painting, painterly work going on there as well. So I really like it. I think it's really good.
1: Yeah. So how how big is this image? Do we know? Uh,
0: no, I didn't get the dimensions. i I've, I've, I'm I've seen uh,
1: some of his paintings before, and he's quite big, big size, aren't some yeah. of them?
0: Yeah. I think he's quite, I like his shorts as well. He's got, he's there, I can actually say they would probably be medium, medium <laughs> to small from Primark.
1: And as far as the caveman goes, this was in his heyday when he was slim and...
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It's because crab sticks. If you just eat crab sticks all day, you would you would, you would, be in shape like that and you would have a good beard because I reckon all that protein would be good for your hair. And you'd look a, a little bit blue. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bring Smurfs into everything.
1: Yeah. So he's got words crab sticks on it. Yeah. So what's that? What's that about, Sam? Uh, well, <laughs> well,
0: the thing is, is that there was a I know a little story about. I don't know how much you, you two know about crab sticks. <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> well this, is, little, t- this yeah. is this is, <laughs> yeah, this is to what funny. i remember but there was a there was a big sort of uh issue about that that they, people used to call crab sticks crab sticks and in the end i don't know what authority actually uh kicked to kicks off about it but they there was some kind of trading standards i said you can't no longer call them crab sticks unless they have a certain percentage of crab in them
2: oh. That's why they're called seafood sticks. They're called it? ocean. I think
0: ocean sticks. Ocean it? sticks. Oh, is it seafood sticks?
1: I don't know. I've never yeah, heard of ocean sticks. sticks. That's, like double, that's like double standards, though, because it's not like they needs a certain percent of ocean to be called ocean sticks.
0: <laughs> 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 right. And on to the next one of his pictures. I really like this one as well. I think it's quite different to his other works. And it actually is a laptop, but it looks like a, he's painted a laptop that's like a box full of empty shelves and sort of like and when you look at it uh, one of the shelves emerges like a sort of like slug like creature you know and it's really weird uh, it's almost like you can see like tortured faces intertwined and sort of like seaweed is in the lead looking at that it, it looks like a quite a tortured laptop i'll tell you what though i've spent some time on social media and you feel like that after a while you feel like that's what your laptop is doing spewing out seaweed and tortured shells and,
1: and this looks like uh, ocean a, bu- a, sticks perhaps. a bicycle
0: riding across the sky Yeah,
1: also known as et yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you've been on the uh, have you uh, have you been on the laptop looking at et again
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <Come Yes>. on. <laughs>
0: Is that what you like, sir? Oh, been, <laughs> Is I've, that what you like? No,
1: I've been Skyping my parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah,
0: it's Phoning nice. home. <laughs> Phoning home, Tom. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's got, like, a lot of movement in it, hasn't it? It's quite... There's a lot of life in this laptop, and I I quite like it. I like the contrast of the tabletop that's kind of quite still. And then the background is quite messy and lively as well.
0: Right, on to the next guy, a uh, next artist. And uh, this is an artist who's from the US and he's called Art Tucker. I, know, I
1: know Art Tucker because we interact on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, Art Tucker. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. He's, he's an artist who keeps the spirit of Dada alive, I think. Makes a lot of like kind of traditional sort of like pure Dada thing, objects. And then he also makes kind of like newer Dada objects where he's using like circuit boards and iPods even made like this Dada box that I saw. I can't yeah. describe it, but it was really cool. A darpod. pod. A Dada pod.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So this image is sent, it's kind of like a, a face, this ghostly image of a man. And he's got Dada written for a face and he's got a pipe and sort of bowler hats resting on his head. And, um, he blends in, It sort of like blends in with a variety of floating shapes. So this guy's in a, in what looks like a, a sort of suit, and it's really—I just think it's really in the spirit of Dada. It's yeah. just a really random. Kind Having of the pipe there of puts images.
1: the uh, puts it in the era of Dada as well. Well,
0: maybe it? a little bit of surrealism surrealism's yeah. in there, yeah. Magritte. Yeah. Or is it a pipe? That's the question. Yeah.
1: Oh, you mean it might be one of those ones that
0: blows bubbles like <laughs> that Kids, kids you play with? I oh, forgive them for they know not that we reference Magritte. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, what is
0: it? Is that a printed image? Was uh, it?
2: Color? No, yeah, printed image.
0: I, I believe it's a printed manipulation. But his work's really interesting because it's just really, really pure. A lot of it is pure Dada, I think. And he's he's also very, on his on his uh, pages, he posts some interesting kind of like books and quotes and stuff. So, definitely worth checking out.
1: Okay, so d- does he uh, sell his work?
0: I don't know. I haven't asked him. But that oh, would yeah. be in the spirit of Dada, would it?
1: All right, yeah, because we, uh, we could get this work. It would go well with our podcast, wouldn't it?
0: Let's not talk our business art our buying deals on
1: the
0: podcast. <laughs> cool. Right, this is a really interesting one. They're all really interesting. Yeah, I was going to
1: say unlike the others, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, okay, right, this artist, um, I uh, I saw his work uh, via our Twitter account, which we will put the address of uh, pretty soon. Well, put the we'll give you the address at the end oh, of the show. Just tell us it now. <laughs> Mod art is rubbish. Oh, no, Uh, you should have left it till later. (laughs) So um, when I first saw this uh, artist's work, I thought I was really interested in the the way it looks. It's quite flat, but it still has a really, really strange sense of depth and scale about it.
2: And movement and energy, definitely that um, wave's uh, crashing on the rock. What's uh, he called? Robert...
0: Right, his name is Robert Kanaga. Kanaga? Kanaga? I'm going to have to ask him how to pronounce his name. But this is so one please like a, forgive me. a cat over the horizon? Yes, this is the one. The, the, the main one I want to discuss was actually called Cat on the Beach. Oh, and it's right, uh, yes. 30 by 30 inches. It's giving me dimensions. And it's, called, and it's a wax on linen, which is really oh, interesting. Nice. I like Encaustic wax. I don't know if you've ever used that. Oh. I don't know if it's the same one. It's quite fun but because it, it, it's wax mixed with pigment. But what you have to do is you have to actually mix it on. I was mixing it on an iron
2: you have to keep
0: it hot? Yeah, you have to keep it hot. So you have to actually mix it with iron and you have to use like hog hair brushes okay? because, you, because any not, other ones will just yeah. get absolutely ruined. I mean, looking at this one of a uh, cat on the beach, it shows a sort of blue sky and it's scattered with white fluffy clouds and it's cascading down uh, from which is a waterfall of colours, I would say. is a description of blue and sort of like okra going into a bit of burnt centimetre with a bit of red, I think, there crimson yeah. crimsony red perhaps and Somewhere on the, the horizon, you can kind of see just a cat and just a little, a couple of. Well, it's not even clearly
1: a cat. Yeah, it's just the top of their ears. Like, it's enough.
0: It's enough to know there's it's a cat to lurking. Know it's, if, you, if
1: you've got a cat, you know you recognise that. <laughs> yeah, you know that's
0: ready to pounce.
2: <laughs> Without the cat ears, it, it could just—it's just like a beach. This is the tide line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's just these two little ears. You know, it's hiding
0: behind a dune somewhere. Yeah, uh, it, it's,
2: but it's an, a massive, massive know, yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the size are, of the Sydney Opera House. yeah
1: yeah Yeah, well you were talking about the Sydney Opera House which everyone knows was built by cats in the 1960s (laughs) (laughs) so
0: looking at his works what was really interesting was he actually mentioned whilst having these paintings that are made from a sort of sense of almost uh, like a out of body experience something that's outside of space and time I kind of get that feel and the reason why these these paintings look the way they do part of the way and why he paints from such a, a different perspective is that he actually died so um, basically, uh,
1: just and
2: re- then was brought back to life. Yes, yeah, yeah, so, so,
1: hang on. We'll so he died. Die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He didn't, yeah, yeah. He, he he actually he's not dead, is he? No, no, <laughs> I mean, no. So he didn't he didn't actually die.
0: He did die. He, he did die. die.
1: Yeah. So this stops making sense at this point. He died, and they brought
2: him back to life.
0: Yes. Yeah. And um, they and it's three times this happened. But what I really like is uh, he's he's I mean he he's wrote about his experiences. He's actually really really nice really good writer as well, I like the way he writes, and this relates to why he paints the way he does. I've referred to the event as near death experience, but it was not, it was death. I spent a great deal of time surrounded and engulfed by the most positive and perfect energy, by the energy of all the souls ever to have lived and that were living. There is no time and space, simply all. Everything that's ever happened to me and ever would happen to me was there with all the possible paths from start to return and the feeling was overwhelming. So you can imagine if you're painting from that perspective, perhaps yeah. that's why cats, maybe they would look that big as well.
2: They're good. I like them. I like that there's, you can see the like squareness of the brush. Yes. And it's built up with layers um, so you don't. So you're aware that it's a painting, but it's still really effective to give you like the sky and the sea. Yeah. Like yeah, it's yeah they're really good, really effective.
0: So is that the kind of uh, Tom? Do you think you would paint like that if you had a, a near-death experience?
1: Um, it, well, it was kind of uh, like a, it was a, a, um, like a drug experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh know. no! I've got to put a warning at the start now. Okay,
1: okay. No, well, let's not let's not let me talk about drugs because I'll be yeah, here all day. <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay.
0: Right. Well, that's good. <laughs> right. This is so interesting sorry, I just want to read it, but I read it. Yeah, this. yeah. So we will put a link to the the story and and the picture of the cat on the website. <laughs> Have some more drinks in here, please. <laughs> um. So on to the next artist, Amelia Lucy Wood. Um. Now she is an abstract painter uh, from London. Um. And it's really nice just to see an artist that actually likes to experiment and play with their work. Um, their works have quite an architectural feel about them. Yeah. Uh, and one painting we've got of hers is called Current Mood, and it's an abstract, and it's it's sort of a mixed media abstract, and it's featuring various uh, squares in it, and it's got a lot of sort of like quite thick, lovely marks. Uh, most a lot of them are white. And black, and there's a sort of like in a corner. There's a lovely, uh, a lovely piece of sort of blue, yellow, and red um, Romanian flag. It does. Is it a Romanian flag?
1: Possibly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I look it up the Romanian
1: flag?
0: flag yeah, have a look. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
2: just a little burst of primary colours.
0: Yeah, um, and also uh, what I like is there's a big central square, and it's also got a lot. I'm looking at it it's got uh, something else going on and there's a lot of depth. Yeah. Uh to it and I like the way that your sort of eye can dance around it and yeah. yeah.
2: It's interesting. It's got like um a few different shaped rectangles almost like sort of different surfaces like that you could imagine that they're different canvases or different yeah. books or different maybe um glass or reflections or they're yeah. like reflecting different bits. It's also got like white lines coming off it that kind of give you a sort of shining um yeah, the idea that something's shining or being reflected.
0: It's just what I call good art. Yeah. I think that's the way I would describe it. But also, um, its it's got a lot of construction. It's really free and it's really playful, but there's a lot of thought goes behind it. It's a really, it's quite a solid, it's almost architectural in some ways, I think. Yeah. Looking at it. Is
2: that again? Yeah. How big is that?
0: Um, it's actually... More
2: on Instagram or...
1: <laughs> sorry I didn't quite answer the wrong question
0: it's actually uh, 120 by 90 centimetres okay I imagine it
2: bigger 120 though.
0: centimetres by 90 what a metre? a metre one metre twenty
2: yeah
0: It's quite. oh you imagine even bigger yeah, than that yeah wow. massive
2: because there's so much going on in it
0: just as a final thought, they, they posted a picture of their sketchbook and they actually use a sketchbook like it's meant to be used. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I'm always jealous of people
2: that do that. I don't know
0: if you've experienced people that, that they get a sketchbook and it's actually just an art book because yeah. it's it's so perfect and everything is so well executed.
2: So what are these images?
0: Do, those, those, image, well, those images are of, of the sketchbook, okay. which I won't, yeah.
2: They're so um, they're so aesthetically pleasing, and the compositions. I just love little things like this. Like yeah, her artistic eye is just spot on because these look kind of inconsequential or whatever. But yeah. they're, because they're just kind of doodles and drawings and scribbles added on. There's one that just looks like overlaying red pen. Pa- uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Over, and over, But even that's got its composition and depth. Yeah. I, mean, I love all these. I'd have these on my wall.
0: Is, is that a shout out? <laughs> Are you trying to use your pod influence to to, to Set get me up. up. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so that is Amelia Lucy Wood and um we will put links and images on the website. Great. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why did that fizz out You should
0: have done it more upbeat. So that was Amelia Lucy Wood, and we're gonna we will put uh, images And links on the website of her work. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On to the uh, next artist. They're actually, um, Tom, you actually spoke to these guys. So do you want to do the intro of this, these people? Okay,
1: so next up is Filthy Luca and Pedro Estrellas. Uh, And they're driven by their passion for innovative design, public art, and mischievous intervention. Their pop-up installations never fail to turn heads, raise smiles, and create epic scenes that shifts the mundane towards the surreal, the sublime, and often the downright ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's what it says on the website.
1: Yeah, so these guys make big, like, uh, inflatables. And yes. a friend of the show, a listener to the show, Alex, yeah. put, uh, said, oh, I've got this friend who does this, these inflatables, and yeah. I checked them out, and they are absolutely, insanely good. It's yeah, neat. I mean,
0: the, the, the couple that we'll put on the site is, is one that's really interesting. and It's a side of a building, and what they've done is they've put a, a giant, I mean, really massive uh, paintbrush, and it's it's made a big red stripe. Right along the side of the paint of the building. So it's totally like a 3D sculpture. Is that yeah. inflatable? I yeah. I believe so, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wow. So they sew it, you know, it's sewn together. Yeah. And after they put them up and take them down, they've got them there and they can recycle them. Yeah. Reuse them on their materials on other things or...
2: So they're not commissioned. Is this something they just? They go, are commissioned. Oh, they are commissioned, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So they've done very well out of it.
2: Yeah. So they've got
1: work displayed in. I'm not going to get all these places right, but I know New yeah. York, London, and like in Asia, and China, like big office buildings. They've got these tentacles.
0: Yeah, tentacles that tentacles. come out of buildings. I've okay, cool,
2: seen yeah. yeah, I'm sure you have. Yeah, cause I, I
1: recognised pull, yeah. some of them when I,
0: saw, when I saw them. Yeah, and I saw that I, there's one I recognised which was like a, a sort of like a start of almost like a, a beanstalk from Jack and the Beanstalk sort of coming out of the ground on a building site. Kind of what it looks like a building site It's like rubble all around and it's just coming out of the pavement.
1: Yeah so we we looked at these and we thought we might come back to them on yeah. a future episode because yes. there's quite they have quite, quite, a lot of quite,
0: stuff. quite a lot of stuff to do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> The final artist and there's a question I know there's a question that you've always wanted to ask All right, who
1: does Tintin's
2: hair?
0: Who is Norman Gecko? Yeah, who
2: is Norman Gecko?
0: Right. I wasn't thinking (laughs) that This is (laughs) an artist that I've been in contact with on Twitter. Uh, I don't know where he's from, but basically I've been told by him or her or them, uh, Norman Gecko should be considered a conceptual collaborative project. To describe Norman Gecko as one artist is too simplistic. Of course, there is an individual who produces a piece of art. Other people input into the works and enable the creative process. So, to define Norman Gecko in reference to gender, age, or nationality would be missing the point. (laughs) (laughs) Stop hiccuping. (laughs) Oh, it's that strawberry cola of a twist. (laughs) Norman Gecko works almost exclusively, almost exclusively with found or recycled. Uh, objects. They say that the sculptures are usually organized into series such as Choking Hazard, a comment on pornography, for example, Identity Badges, exploring the contradiction between our desire for individuality and our need to belong. Now, I'm looking at the work, it's a, it's a Union Jack flag and it's, a comp- it's made up of various objects like spoons and Video tapes, old style video tapes, well, and just cables. Paint,
1: painted on or something. Cables
0: and they're sort of assem—it's an assemblage and made into sort of like one kind of like a sculpture, like a sculpture, and uh, paint and the flag, the Union flag, has been painted right across them. So it's a red, white, and blue kind of sculpture of this block of like different objects we will put the links on the site so people can see these and understand what we're talking about that one could be entitled
1: hard Brexit couldn't it
0: oh no (laughs) no, no. sorry we nearly (laughs) got through
1: a whole show
0: sorry a whole
1: show
0: we could have gone through
1: yeah but you know you've got spoons bits of videotape all in a union jack I mean it's it's just like the old days isn't it (laughs) (laughs)
2: What
0: is this one called? Um, again, they're kind of called, you know, organized into series. So yeah. it could be choking hazard or identity badges. I, right. I guess identity, it's identity badge. Badges. Oh, possibly. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, when I think of them, I think of kind of like a, there's a bit of a bit of sort of like the found objects of Duchamp or Rauschenberg. Even the ways collages. Like they're not
1: like ready-made. They're put into yeah, another no, piece, aren't they?
0: Very different sculptures. Yeah.
1: So we got the uh, a character from it's Tintin. It's Tintin, and and this
0: one is uh, he's taken lots of like blue, which looks like Lego bits of Lego bits of like hair clippers for looking at it. I think they're sort of it's all recycled objects. This so it's quite environmental in some ways. But did
2: they paint them that blue, or did they find things that match?
0: No, no, they've been painted blue, Uh, and
2: then Tintin's face has been painted
0: on top. I think they look quite visually different. I haven't seen any work like them. No. It looks quite current. Yes. I think
1: it looks very na- very now, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it is very now, the work. Yeah, yeah. But that's why, I ch- I mean, they only sent the work to us very, very, uh, very late this morning. Late so, in the day. Yeah, so that's why I just wanted to just pop this one at the end because I think people will find it quite interesting so can to Can we at. link
1: to their website as well? Do they have a uh they
0: have a Facebook page and they have a Twitter so I'll put those links up on the website. Excellent. That is the end of our anniversary. Woo. <laughs> yeah, anniversary special. I've actually really enjoyed it. So, so any- this this
1: has been our twenty eighth episode anniversary, which is a big old number. Everyone loves the twenty eighth of anything. Though, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, happy twenty eight, Marcus. Yeah, yeah. happy twenty eight. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like we've done twenty eight. <laughs> So, any uh,
2: anything you want to add, Sarah or Tom? On the uh... just thanks everyone who sent in artwork. It was uh, it was really good yeah, to see really and good. nice to make contact with our listeners, with yeah. your listeners. It's amazing, amazing to see what people do. Uh, great work. It's just yeah,
1: really quite, good. Really it's quite really humbling, good. isn't it? To yeah, it is really wearing. cool.
0: Um, so, uh, just to let you know, if you enjoyed the show, uh, please remember to subscribe and rate on your. Uh, preferred podcast provider i've been well we've we've been on twitter now for for a bit we've been doing a bit more of twitter so you can get hold of us at mod art is rubbish on we, twitter we
1: couldn't do modern art is rubbish because no. was too many characters too many
0: characters so i just like to say i don't i do actually quite like mod art i like some of the who album <laughs> covers
1: yeah yeah that reminds me of Paul McCartney when he was asked, do you prefer the mods or the rockers? He said,
0: oh, I don't know, I like them both, the mockers. Oh,
1: mockers. Is that <laughs> what he <you're> said? <saying? laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so people can get hold of us. Where else can people get hold of us on, on Facebook? What's our Facebook address?
1: Facebook.com forward slash modern mm-hmm. art is rubbish. Yeah.
0: And we do love uh, hearing from you. So you can now DM us. On our Twitter, you can message us on Facebook and also uh, also we have an email which is info at modernartisrubbish.com and the website www.modernartisrubbish.com and finally this show does cost us to produce um, and we do have a Patreon page. You can head over there and you'll be able to support the show. And what's the address? Patreon.com forward slash modernites rubbish. Okay. Um, well, that's it. I think it's just buyers then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Come on, Tom, buy. Say bye. Just all you have to say is bye <laughs> and then see, Sarah can have a cigarette. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs>